In this episode, I tell you why I am a failure. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? My name is Michael Sano, and welcome to the Sea and Land Fitness Podcast. Um, if you uh, haven't been here before, go on over and check out our website, www.sandlfit. That's sandlfit.com. Um, again, S-A-N-D-L-F-I-T which is short for cnlandfitness.com, um, which is also who brought you this episode. Um, all right, so this, I'm going to get right into it. This is not an easy episode to make. Um, I, as you probably figured out from the, uh, from the title of, the, of this episode, I failed my CSCS exam. Um, I have a master's degree from the University of Florida in applied physiology and kinesiology. Um, I took the exam from the NSCA for um, the TSAC, Tactical Strength and Conditioning Facilitator, um, and I'm a certified TSAC-F. Um, I also took the exam for NASM CES, Corrective Exercise Specialist. So I have those two certifications. So I went into the CSCS thinking it wasn't going to be that big of a deal. Um, I'll tell you what I did to prepare for it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over what I did to prepare for it. Tell you what I experienced in the exam. And tell you what my resolution is going to be. What my next steps are. Um, I'm going to go through the whole story. It shouldn't take too long. Um, and hopefully you guys get some benefit out of it. So I decided, uh, first off, I took a, uh, while I was at the university of Florida, I took a exam prep workshop and it was very helpful. Um, but I had not read the the textbook which is right over here over my shoulder uh essentials of strength and conditioning which is which is uh the the textbook that's associated with the exam so something so i did it and over two and a half weeks i read the 655 page textbook now you would think, okay, you read the textbook, so why didn't you pass? I'm going to get to that, but I do think that reading the textbook is something that should be done. You, there are a couple of people out there who are telling you, no, no, you don't need it. Um, but I do believe that it is the knowledge that's inside that book you should have that knowledge inside your head and be able to actively use that knowledge. So it's a very important text. Um, and I think that it is something that should be read 
before you start this journey, uh, that should be probably your first stop. Um, so I took the, uh, I, and I should have read that textbook before I took the workshop. <coughs> but the textbook is not as important as you would think, or is not important for the reason that you think. It's important to, to, to read and understand all, all the knowledge inside that textbook so that you have a base understanding of what a, a contextual uh, subject understanding of what you're going to be testing on. But the test is not, is not, and I will repeat this, is not the exam. That's important. And I'll explain why as we get further along into the story. But what I will say is you should read the textbook cover to cover and be aware of the content that's in it. Now, what I will say for those of you who are my alumni and colleagues, um, I wish I had read this book prior to taking my comprehensive exam at the University of Florida for my master's program. Um, I probably would have gotten better scores. I passed. I mean, I have the requisite, uh, the required knowledge, but I would have felt more comfortable uh, taking that comprehensive exam at the University of Florida. Um, if you have questions about that, Actually, maybe that's something I can do a video on later. But right now we're talking about the CSCS. So a lot of the things that were inside the workshop, which I highly recommend taking a workshop because there's a lot of nuanced information, really fine-tuned minutiae information that will be and will appear on the exam. covers the applied aspect of strength and conditioning, which is essentially what this exam is about. So one of the recommendations that I didn't see until afterwards, and I was kind of looking into why did I fail this damn test? Um, one of them is that you have, one of the requirements is that you have a high level of applied knowledge if you want to be successful. Okay. Um, now, now, I'm in kind of a weird position in doing this video. Other people will probably disregard what I'm paying very close attention to right now two is and <clears throat> that's because <clears throat> you sign a number of waivers and sort of non-disclosure agreements when you take the exam and when you do some other things with the NSCA that you won't divulge too much information um, that would give someone an unfair advantage um, Meaning I'm not going to go into the particulars of what you should be looking at into the detailed fine particulars of what you should be looking at in order to be successful. For that, you need to go to the resources that I am giving you 
and the resources that I am giving you were specifically designed by the NSCA in order to help you be successful at taking this exam. Okay? But bear in mind that that non-disclosure agreement that you signed, if you were to disregard that and publish information that the NSCA didn't want published, and you got certified and it got back to them that you released this information, say in a YouTube video or in an Instagram post or on TikTok, there's, it's reasonable to assume that you would lose your certification and never be able to get it again. So that is why I'm being very careful about the information that I give out to you. I'm going to have a sip of coffee. Hold on. Peter Madera, that one is for you. So what I did was I took, while I was at um, the University of Florida, I took the, uh, the workshop. Now, I got a lot out of the workshop, but there were certain things that I wasn't able to contextually frame, find a good use for. You know when someone gives you a tool and you're like, what the hell do I use this tool for? Well, unless you're in the situation when you're going, where you're going to use that tool, you won't know what it's for. Um, and having taken the test... It wasn't until I took the test that I realized what those tools were for. And some of the things that I wish that I had paid a little bit more attention to um, left me with regret and, of course, left me with a failing score. So I prepared by reading the entire textbook. I prepared by going to that workshop, but I went to that workshop at a distance time-wise too great in order to get the benefit that I could have. Um, I didn't take notes, didn't realize what I needed to take notes for, but that's on me. You know what I mean? That's on me. I should have been taking notes even for extraneous information. And then I relied on something that perhaps I should not have relied on. So there's an app called Fitness Prep. And Fitness Prep is an app that you can download. Um, and it has questions that are, that says that they are similar to, um, the questions on the CSCS. They have a couple of different exams. They have the TSAC exam, which I did the one for the TSAC exam. And I also used it for the CSCS exam. They also have it for the American College of Sports Medicine's exercise physiologist exam. But I used it for TSAC and also used it for CSCS. I didn't realize how little benefit I would have derived for it, from it. So my score on my TSAC was passing, but I always felt like it could have been better. And the questions 
on the TSAC exam were a lot more detailed and on very specific subjects, unlike the questions in fitness prep, which kind of felt as if they were all over the place um, and didn't have the level of detail that the uh, TSEC exam had. Well, I found that the fitness prep app lacked the same amount of detail when it came to CSCS. So I can reasonably say that fitness prep is good for ensuring that you have a good base of knowledge for the textbooks, but they do not reflect the context and the study needs of someone who is taking the CSCS. So I did not use, I failed. I'm going to tell you why I failed. My ear itches in this headphone. Sorry about that. I'm going to tell you why I failed. I failed because I didn't go to the right resources. I failed because I didn't answer the questions. What do I mean by that? Well, let's back up a little bit. So I failed. I failed the exam. Failed the CSCS. I felt punched in the gut. I was trying to explain to my wife how I felt. And I said, hey, do you remember in high school when you broke up with someone? (laughs) This is going to sound so silly. But you know that sinking feeling? That feeling of loss, emptiness. That's what I felt when I failed. And she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That sucks. (laughs) And it did. Um, But what I can say about this is understanding why I failed has changed that sinking feeling into a drive, a clear drive to pass this exam. So I got up off my ass, stopped feeling sorry about myself, and I decided to go to the NSCA's website and look for study materials because I looked up a bunch of stuff and read a bunch of Reddit posts and, you know, really did kind of a deep dive into what people did to pass the exam. Um, It's got a high failure rate. I think it's like 54%. Um. And it was frustrating for me because I'm a nerd um, when it comes to this stuff. This knowledge, I I have this beautiful ability to be able to read something and recall it. It's not, um, it's not like photographic memory or whatever. It's nothing like that. What it is is, I for some reason my brain integrates information like an experiential story so it like keeps that information somehow alive in my short-term and long-term memory um so there are things in the book i can actually tell you where information in the book 
specifically is you know it's in that chapter i remember it's midway and it's somewhere around where it discusses this so that's a a lucky blessing that i have but it's not just knowledge that gets you through this and i realized that very quickly um on the exam because there were questions that came up and i was like holy crap i have no idea what the answer is there are a bunch of questions that i just i had to guess um so it was frustrating because i routinely communicate i've graduated i graduated august 11th it's now november and i'm still on zoom calls and phone calls with my professors about stuff um i still routinely contact them with quest physiology questions, sports psychology questions, um, neurological questions, all this stuff. So I can hold my own academically in these subjects because I have a wide breadth of knowledge and I have ability to discern and understand this stuff. So it was really embarrassing to fail and frustrating to fail because I know this shit, so to speak. So that being said, I wanted to know, was I, what was I doing wrong? And it turned out I was studying the wrong material. <coughs> so I went to the NSCA's website and looked for their exam prep stuff. And I think it was $150. I bought the exam questions. Not the actual exam questions, but the test, the, uh, the study questions, um, and the study guide and, oh my gosh, I totally did not understand what they were looking for. So I picked up the phone and I called, I, I actually got, I was, I am such an arrogant bastard. I took some of this study uh, questions and got a couple wrong. And there were some that I thought that maybe there was a math mistake because my math is pretty good, even in my head. So I called the NSCA and I spoke to the head of exams, the actual person who writes the test questions uh, or, or uh, is responsible for the exams and writes the practice questions and complained that I thought that there was some math wrong. Me, you know. Um, and was blown away by the fact that the woman I spoke to was open to the fact that they could be wrong. Um, but got schooled in the end because I was wrong. Um, I can't tell you what I got wrong because, again, I signed that non-disclosure but this woman was gracious enough. This is the person who's responsible for all the exams. Okay. This is the person who is responsible for all of the exams. She spent 45 minutes on the phone with me going over what I did, what I did wrong. And what I could do better in the future. Now, I'm going to tell you guys, I have a little bit of an issue. So I'm a, and I'm not real comfortable telling you guys about this, but 
it's part of their story, so I need to. So I'm a disabled veteran. I have anxiety. Uh, like, I think generalized anxiety disorder. And agoraphobia. Lots of fun stuff. And PTSD. So, yay! Fun me! So, what happens is... I'm always doing the odds in my head. I'm very decisive. But a lot goes into that decision under the surface. It's not easy for me to make a decision. So when I take a multiple choice uh, exam, I'm tackling the two close. You know, there's one I can go, that's that's not it. Um but then there are two answers, and for some reason, my brain tries to make the wrong answer fit. Um, and I had the misconception that I was being a sports scientist about it. And she had the graciousness uh, and fortitude to put me in my place and tell me, you're absolutely not being a sports scientist, because if you were being a sports scientist... You wouldn't have had this argument in your head. You would have been definitive and you would have had confidence in your knowledge and making the right decision, i.e. the right answer. That was a tough pill to swallow, but I needed to swallow it. I needed to narrow my focus. So, essentially... This exam is made for individuals to apply the knowledge that is in the CSCS, but the exam is not the CS, uh, CSCS textbook. This woman specifically told me that it can't be because no accreditation, because they go through all of these checks and balances to assure that they can get accreditation, an accredited exam cannot be the textbook. It has to be applied. The base of knowledge can come from the textbook, but the exam needs to be applied to show that you are proficient. With that in mind, the questions are the questions. There were often times when I would look at a question and go, well, that could be right. But there are also instances when it could be wrong. But the question wasn't asking me about extenuating circumstances. The question was asking me about the specific situation. So, one of the biggest recommendations I can give you is to get those exam questions from the NSCA. Yeah, it's 150 bucks, but it's 150 bucks invested in you. And narrow your focus to what those questions are asking you. The other benefit of getting those questions is that those questions are patterned and tailored and written exactly like the questions on the exam. They're not the exact same questions, but the general ideas and concepts are what the CSCS, the CSCS exam covers. It is put out by them because contextually they're the same. 
So the theory goes, if you are successful, and it's ironic because I did a, a, a dead run through the exams and I got almost the exact same score on the press on the practice exams as I got on the actual exam. So it is a wonderful tool for helping you hone in on what these guys want you to know. The type of applied knowledge that's required for being a CSCS, i.e. passing the exam. So there's that. There's also a study guide. Definitely get the study guide. Okay. It has a lot of information on where to center your focus. Again, remember I told you we're narrowing focus. It gives you a lot of direction on how to narrow your focus and what parts of that big CSCS Bible you should be looking at. But the exam, the practice exams are crucial. There is also a Facebook group that this woman is, and it's an NSCA Facebook group, and she is the moderator of it. She writes, there's 200 practice, over 200, I think she said, practice questions. So what you need to do is what I'm doing and create yourself a study guide. What I'm doing is I'm taking the practice questions and the correct answers and I'm studying them. But not only am I studying them, I'm making sure that I know why that's the right answer. Not just that this is the right answer, but why is that the right answer? Why is it 60%? Why is it 440 calories? Um, don't worry, I'm not giving any information away. Why is it um, any number of, of, of answers? Why is it that specific answer? Because if, I, if you can answer the question correctly and give the reason why that's the specific answer, you have um, internal knowledge, applied knowledge that will allow you to answer the questions on the CSCS exam correctly. Lastly, once you've done all that, then then take a workshop. I strongly recommend the workshop because a workshop is like the glue that brings it all together. Um, I'm going to see there might be one offered by UF. Um, I might take another one just to, uh, and, and I'm not going to say take it more seriously, but pay more attention to what I know and am aware of, uh, having taken the exam and actually using the study materials that I have now, apply that um, and turn it in, 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 you know, turn it into a, a fuller, complete picture so that when I do go um, on the 27th and put in for a new exam date, um, I'll pass it. I actually know I'll pass it. Um, I know what the exam is looking for. And that's the biggest takeaway. 
don't assume you know everything, but be confident in what you do know and look at what the exam is asking you through the practice questions and the study guide. Give yourself an understanding of what the exam wants you to know, what the exam is testing you on. Um, I know it's kind of vague, but if you use these resource materials, you'll have a better understanding. I know I can't, I, I can't give you any more detail than that, um, but I think if you follow my advice, you will be successful because I know I'm going to be more successful. And um, I'm actually giving you the advice that the person who's responsible for these exams gave to me. And I think it's, it's important for me to, you know, swallow my pride and come forward to you and tell you that I failed, but that there's hope and that you can pass this exam like I'm going to. Um, and when I pass, I will come back and tell you. <laughs> all right. Um, that's all I got for you guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I was helpful. Um, head on over to, uh, to www.sandlfit.com. Uh, see in land fitness, check out our merchandise. Um, you can get hats, shirts, uh, all that stuff. We got winter beanies cause it's starting to get cold. Um, but yeah, I hope I helped. Um, and if you have any questions, reach out to me. I would be more than happy to help you. Um, and I will put links for all this stuff down in the description, uh, of the YouTube video. Uh, well, actually, the links will be in all of them, um, in the podcast uh, and in the YouTube video. So, all right. Thanks, guys. Later. Later.